Margaret, welcome. Um, I, I hand over to you. I'm glad your video is working again. Thanks, yes, thank Larry, you. for all the suggestions <laughs> on how to sort it out. Yes, thank you. Thank so. you very much. <laughs> um, okay, I'm I'm from Ottawa, Canada, um, and I'm a retired animal Reiki master. I'm also an author. Um, here, I can show you my book. Hopefully, you can see this. It's called My Raccoon Family Adventures in My Backyard, and it's a true story about how a pregnant raccoon found her way through our cat door into our basement, and she had six little babies, and it was quite a magical journey from that point on. It was really wonderful. So um, I, I got inspired um, to write a book about it, and... Uh, and it seems to be doing well, so I'm very happy about that. Thank you. Anyway, um, on um, I'm going to read some of this to you. I'm going to read this to you just to keep um, keep the timeline um, in it, you know, in the way that it should be that I don't go over. So I wrote most of this down. So anyway, on uh, September 18th of this year, I took uh, Kevin's journey to meet your dragon, the portal meditation. I was so surprised by what I got that I. I felt I had to write to him to tell him about it. Um, amazing, I said. My dragon met me at the bottom of a spiral staircase. He was a huge black dragon who wanted me to walk beside him. I felt a definite heart connection between us. I asked his name and I got either Drummond, Dexter, or Darth. I couldn't quite get a definite answer. We walked through a crystal rainbow-colored cave, and at the end of it was an opening, a cliff to the side of the mountaintop. Do you want to go for a ride, he said? Yes, I said, and climbed on his back. Suddenly, I saw myself as a small child, a boy. I sat in front of his wings and held on to his neck. He jumped off the cliff, and we flew downwards. I became unhinged and fell off, but he rose to meet me. We sailed around the mountain and I saw a yellow dragon with someone dressed in red on the side of a cliff. I saw a red dragon, too, on the other side of the cliff. The sun was shining and the sky was blue with white clouds. I saw in my third eye an indigo and red vision of the sun. The sun was indigo, beaming rays out, beaming rays out to me, pulsating with every drumbeat. Then I saw a large dragon's eye, red with indigo in the center. The energy was going into the eye. It was as if the energy I received was being sent back to the dragon. We flew back to the crystal cave and I slipped off and ran up the stairs as the drumbeats were beating faster and I was afraid the portal might close before I made it through and I forgot to say goodbye. So when I told Kevin about this, he says, oh, you've got to go back and say goodbye. You've got to go back. So anyway, um, Kevin also mentioned that the black dragon's spiritual meaning represents the transformation, wisdom, power, and rebirth, often being a symbol of deep spiritual awakening and inner strength. And I always add, do not take this as the truth. Ask your dragon, which I thought was fabulous. Anyway, I did go back this time, and I went down some very long horizontal stairs and met my water dragon, a small green one. Now, the water dragon is highly significant for me because when I am swimming in a natural lake or in a river, not a pool, not anything enclosed, but in nature, I feel that I am home. So 
when I found out I had a water when I found out I had a water dragon, I was I was deeply touched because this really resonated with me. The black dragon was there and we all walked and chatted, but I can't remember what the conversation was about. This time I did say goodbye to them and to them both and that I would return. And so that was the first that was the first time I've ever tried this. I'm a newbie, by the way. I've just I've just joined, so I've never done this before, which so it's it's pretty fascinating for me. It's been pivotal. I I, I can't thank you enough. Um, so then uh, Kevin also mentioned about his shamanic um, dismemberment uh, journey. And he warns you, um, he warns you in the beginning that if you think that this is going to be a little too harsh or that a little is a little too scary, don't do it, don't do it. But I would encourage anybody out there who is a Reiki master to please try it because it's amazing. And what Kevin wrote is, what is dismemberment? The word dismemberment is not a misleading one. You go on a shamanic journey to your power animal or teacher and they break into pieces and they break you into pieces. Sometimes it seems gentle, like melting ice into water. Other times you might see yourself torn apart. The way the spirit world does the dismemberment is endlessly creative. Well, this to me was was mind boggling. And so again, I felt I had to send him an email and tell him about it. And this is what I said. Forgive me for not responding earlier. It's been a busy time. Plus the weather has been on and off threatening extreme storms. This was another amazing journey. Thank you. Namaste. I called in my power animal, which, and at the time I said it was a Siberian tiger, but I, it wasn't a Siberian tiger. Siberian tiger, I believe is, is a white tiger with black stripes. Mine has always been a Bengal tiger, and for some reason I couldn't remember the term Bengal, which is an, an orange tiger with black stripes, but that's what it was. It was a Bengal tiger, so I apologize for that. Uh, when I got to the bottom of the stone stairs, there was some long green grass that he emerged from. I stood in front of him and said, set my intention, which is to receive dismemberment and whatever the spirits would like to give me. He tore it, uh, the tiger came and he tore at my heart and my sacral chakras. He licked my throat chakra. I had no sensation from these actions and did not react, but stood still and just watched. I think I'm more a visual person than a feeling person, but when I do Reiki, I'm very feeling. I can feel it in my hands and, and I get a lot of visions too. Um, uh, so. Um, Okay, as, as your drum played, I saw the energy like a fireball come into my vision over and over again. Then I saw the large eye morph in from a dragon's eye to a hawk's eye, a measure of flight. The tiger then circled my feet and became, and, and became an upward spiral of orange and black encasing me inside, climbing way up to my crown chakra. My whole being was, was encased within the cocoon of orange and black swirls. The tiger then morphed back into a tiger at the top of my crown and jumped down to the ground. He began to multiply into three more tigers, and together they surrounded me and stood up on their hind legs and scratched my aura, tearing it apart. When they were finished, the four tigers morphed back into one again and encircled my feet. 
He, he walked around me in a circle, flicking his tail at my body to mend the auras. I could see the scratches and tears become healed again. When it was time to go, he sat beside me and I knelt down in front of him. He was looking straight at me. With my hands in the gasho position at my heart, I sent him thanks, blessings, and gratitude. Namaste, I said. He nodded back to me. I turned to leave and climbed up the stone stairs to the portal. It was truly an amazing experience. So thank you, Kevin. <laughs> then after that, I suddenly was getting a lot of dragon synchronicities. Uh, the first was reading about the dragon bloodstone, which is which is what I have discovered is, and I hope you can see this. Can you see that? Um, the bloodstone, uh, which was the stone of Aries, and I'm an Aries. And so that kind of surprised me. And it says the dragon bloodstone is a warrior stone, which is why it's perfect for the Aries zodiac. It aligns one with the will to win and encourages uh, taking action. Dragging bloodstone promotes dragon bloodstone promotes persistence, creativity, strength, and compassion. Another time one morning while coming into my office, I noticed my mother-in-law's mug was on the floor. And it's this. I'm hoping you can see this. It's a Chinese dragon mug. Usually when something like this happens, when something is a little out of place, I really take notice and think, oh, that's supposed to be up there. Why is it here? Okay, there's something going on here. It must be a message. Uh, I'm an animal Reiki master, as I mentioned, and last week we started up with four of my Reiki gal pals for our annual Reiki share. I had asked everyone to send Reiki to my scapula, which is a muscle below my right shoulder blade, and it's been paining me a lot lately. I didn't feel much from the sharing. Everyone, everyone told me what they got, and then one person said something that really made me stand up and take notice. I didn't tell my friends that I'm I'm suffering from osteoporosis in my spine. And what I found out was one of the, the girls in the group was sending energy there. Her name is Dominique. And I said, hey, Dominique, thank you for sending energy to my spine. As you know, as you may know, I am learning about dragon energy, pen dragon, and I want to take dragon Reiki to enhance my energy. And the spine is a symbol between heaven and earth. Dragons are elementals working in the earth realm, so this has much significance for me. And then she responded, sorry, I need a light for this one. Whoops. She responded by saying, good evening, Mark. To start with, when I talk about your spine, it is because that was brought to me by the guides, and so it is not from my intellect. I remember vividly that the part of your spine from above the coccyx to the midpoint of the shoulder blades, there was a strong inflammation on both sides of the spine. The color was pinkish red and it was swollen. What is interesting, and I was really surprised, is that your spine was absorbing the entire energy for most of the session. Then all of a sudden it stopped absorbing the energy as if, as if it had had enough. I felt that it was a bit bizarre, but it is what it is. This is the reason I very much like the Reiki share. By sharing our observations, we get confirmation of what we felt. One day I would like you to explain the dragon energy you are currently taking. So then I thought to look up Kundalini um, energy um, because I know that has some significance to the dragons. And it was saying I, and so I Googled it and it said in Google, 
I've come to realize that our ancestors were working with Kundalini, which they associate with the dragons, a.k.a. the winged serpent. They had many names for the serpentine life force energy, such as, and you might have to help me with this, Kevin, because I'm not very good at this. Uh, it looks like it's N-W-Y-V-R-E, Neuver, does that make sense? And Wyvern, W-Y-V-E-R-N, and in old... Gaulish, G-A-L-I-S-H, Weobra, W-O-U-I-V-R-E, which is related to the word weave, which makes a lot of sense to me. Um, okay, then I received Carolyn Mitchell's um, cards. Uh, this is the, the book from the cards. Uh, her Dragon Path Oracle Cards, and I did my first reading, The Spiritual Seeker Spread. It's a seven-car spread, and the last car read, Card 7 reveals the outcome and any future action the questionnaire needs to take to make spiritual progress. Yep, she got on to mute. Sorry. Can you see it? I don't know if you can see it. It's the Soul Guardian card. So finally, I read uh, Megan Hawk's Dragons and Archangel Michael on the Dragon Thunder site. It's a fabulous read, and not surprisingly, I work with two archangels in my animal Reiki, Archangel Michael and Archangel Raphael. Uh, the eyes that Fiona Robertson spoke of in our last Dragon Talks was revealing as I was drawn to the eye of Archangel Raphael, Raphael before she talked about who each of the eyes belonged to. So I was surprised I was really connecting with that one. Sure enough, the eye of my choice was Archangel Raphael's. And finally, last Saturday, while reading about COVID, another article caught my eye called The Exotic Dragon Fruit Has Much to Offer. And dragon fruit, I had never heard of that before. Here's the article. Here's the article. And of course, it's a Chinese Chinese fruit. So I'm going to have to check out some of the Chinese places around here in Ottawa, Canada, and see if, see if I can buy some and taste it, because it sounds amazing. But I am seeing a lot of things, synchronistic, um, interwovings between dragons uh, in my life right now after after doing these two medication uh, meditations so i thank you beautiful thank you very much for sharing that as you're welcome well, obviously i've i've read the emails but to hear you speak it out loud is, is is gorgeous yeah and that's what happens once once the dragons are in your life that they're the synchronicities that they seem to pop up everywhere. They, they, they really do. I, I mean, I can't go for a walk now without them being in the clouds and in the mountains and, oh. you know, it's like everywhere. It's like, oh yeah, there you are again. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. And I, I love the dragon clouds. I love the dragon clouds to go out and look for dragon clouds. That's so fabulous. That's so fabulous. So thank you yeah. very much. Thank, thank you for sharing. And uh, anyone else wants to, yeah, has anyone got any questions for Margaret about that? Or you just want to get send her lots of love? Uh... I, 
I just want to send Margaret so much love and like there were so many synchronicities and connections between you and I as okay. well. Um, like I, um, oh my gosh. So I really loved hearing your testimonial and all the connections. And one thing that really stood out to me is your connection with the water dragons and, um, and the clouds. So I, myself, my first ever sighting of a dragon was me driving to work, seeing a ginormous cloud in the shape of a dragon on my way to work and i will tell you it was a miracle that i made it to work because this was me <laughs> the whole way to work like mm -hmm. am i really seeing this is this really a dragon like am i hallucinating yeah. and right after that i i got after work i got to go to my friend's store where i used to get reiki and was considering becoming a reiki practitioner um, and I first wound up becoming a dragon Reiki practitioner. Yeah, so I have my master level of being able to teach dragon, uh, Celtic dragon Reiki, uh, dragon empowerment and Sakim dragon Reiki. So, but I bought my first ever Oracle cards that were dragons were Diana Cooper's cards and Anyway, so there's a lot there and um, there's so many synchronicities and I do feel like sometimes the dragons are little jokesters and they have a way of like helping, uh, putting things in different places and bringing people into our lives that show us that like we're not alone and we're not crazy <laughs> and everything is happening and when we're like, engrossed in the magic of it it like it keeps feeding it so i'm really grateful to listen to your um beautiful share and um uh and would love to connect more with you and oh i wanted to share before i forgot if you don't mind like the fact that i was painting this dragon this beautiful. dragon beforehand and the golden dragon um chinese dragon was coming in so I feel like, you know, the four of us all speaking together was no accident and it was all meant to be because I feel like all of our, all of our, all everyone is here is meant to be here. And of the dragons, like they, that I feel like they do line things up. I really do believe that they line a lot of things up with us. Um, anyway, so I can go on forever, but um, there was one thing I did want to share while you were channeling, Larry. Um, I put this. Can you see this? Um, I I I felt called to to bring the codes that you were speaking into written form. So I'll share this in the group as well. But I'll stop talking now. So I like to make an announcement. I'm stopping. Pretty talking. cool. I like that. <laughs> thank you Zena or Dina we will certainly certainly connect thank you thank you Margaret thank you Dina that's beautiful it really is yeah and, this, the, and the dragons do arrange everything I, I, I know that you know when I started the dragon thunder summit and was, I was like what you gotta be kidding me you know, sort of found five people and they're like don't worry we're, we're organized the rest and they, and they did I just I just like sat there and all these People coming in saying, oh, I want to be a speaker, I want to be a speaker. Same as this, this Dragon Talks, we're booked up to April. 
I just put it out there and then that's it. They send people in. Some some somebody can't make it because they're busy and, and then what happens? Kelly's available. She just moved house. She says, "No, it doesn't matter. I'm I'm fine. I'll, I'll be fine. I've only had a desk for two days, but I'm I'm good." <laughs> so, uh, so she she is like a outstanding speaker. But then the fact that the other people came in, there was four. It's like, oh, we're gonna have four people. It's gonna be too much. But it's not. The, the energy is perfect. Like Dina's saying, they match it in perfectly.